Okay, there you go. Bingo. Thank you Welcome for noticing me. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Banter's first ever snake draft based on Barstool's dog walk snake draft, the famous, with Mr. Peanut. And the polar bear. And then two special guests here. One we can't get rid of, Doc Downing. Welcome yeah, aboard once again. In the house. And a first ever appearance, Ryan Downing. So it's a Downing, it's Downing City. There's been uh, several references to me and on other podcasts, so happy to be here in the flesh the first time. <laughs> um, some derogatory, some, you know, yeah. shiny it's parts. It's been but... half good, half bad. Right. You know, <laughs> you, got, you have an opportunity to defend yourself. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Your first time to have a voice. Use your voice, correct. But today's Snake Draft, we will be doing March Madness. And the categories are... One moment, one commentator, one Cinderella, one game, and one miscellaneous. So naturally, you know, there's a million questions here, minus Ryan, who watches the actual snake draft. Uh, the main ground rules, do not reveal picks while in discussion. That will be a big one. You're going to want to spew everything you got. Keep it. This is your draft, man. Keep your secrets intact. Looking at you, Doc. And you that's too, Polar Bear. going to be tough on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pensively awaiting how uh, yeah this works. Keep going. <laughs> um, a big one. You cannot pick a moment from a game that's been selected and vice versa. So once a moment from a game has been picked, that game is out. And then if you pick a game, then you can't pick moments from that game. And that's for every category. So once one game is mentioned once, you can't name it in another category. Right. You can't say, I loved this game. And then the next guy goes, and I liked this three pointer from that game. Like, that's, it's just, let's keep it spread out. Got it. Okay. okay. Um, two vetoes. If people don't like the pick, don't think it makes sense. You need two people to say, doesn't make sense. And then it's, you got to pick again. And I believe that's it. Are there any questions on the floor? Yes. Go okay. ahead. How do we uh, how do we decide a winner in this whole thing? I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah, so we're gonna put it we're gonna put it on our Instagram page. I'll fill out a board. I have a little template here that very similar to Barstool's picture graph deal, and I'll put that up and let the uh, the people decide. And it'll be nameless. All right, let's roll. So very yeah. This is I no got bullshit, a quick, man. I got a quick question. So do you have like if you just have if you got three things, can you say all three and then say what your most favorite one is, or you just say the one thing that's your favorite and that's it. I don't think I understand the question. If he has three options, can he name those three options, but pick his favorite option? I think that falls under the category of keep your picks to yourself, make the selection on what you want. Um, But no, don't, don't say I like all this stuff. There's going to be a lot of that too, because we're not going to cover every single part of March Madness. Doc, the, the Bears don't say, you know, I like Justin Fields and Max Jones or whatever, and then pick Justin Fields. <laughs> that's a, that's wow. a good comparison. <laughs> wow. Also, another part is if, let's say, the first pick is a moment, the next guy doesn't have to pick a moment. You can pick another category. You don't have to fall uh, in line with the, the guy that's before you. It's Oh, nice. But you did not know late. that. It's just okay. one of each category until your whole board is filled. 
Ah, so you can go in any order you want. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So if you wanted something, you didn't get it, you don't have to settle for the second best thing in your mind. You could go to the first best in a different category. Well, there's going to be a couple of times I'm going to say the other the other thing I'm thinking just because I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, you can't. That's well, a, that's illegal. Uh, look at that. Just comes in, try to change the rules. Yeah, you know, you'll be, you'll be banned for life. <laughs> veto. Yep, veto. veto. <laughs> that's I, just went to, I just went to nine NCAA games in four that's, days in a state 2,000 miles away. You should give me a little leeway here. That's like you get pulled, no, over, no, you get pulled over for speeding. And then you go, well, I'm just going to keep speeding. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so well, don't do that shit. All right. I'll, and then I'll try. the way the draft goes, it's a snake draft. So it goes one to four and then four as the next pick. And then it goes all the way back. Okay. Like fancy football. If, uh, you know, does that everything makes sense? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with everything, but it makes sense. Well, that's, I mean, I would expect that. <laughs> I'm you're sure not, you're something up, so let's go. Okay. You're not in charge, so obviously you're, uh, you already have some qualms. Yes. <laughs> All right. The way we're going to pick the order is as such. Share my screen here. Oh, a little share screen. Hi, Professor Downing. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, man. The dude, IT specialist. All right, yeah, I did it's just, a marketing job. I All did just, sudden. I did just drop my little draft board though, so that's a mistake right out the gates. Uh oh. There we go. We're back. So if your name lands on, or the wheel lands your name, you get to pick one through four. Which, what's your spot until you fill the spots? Here we go. How fun! Dun, 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 dun. Come on! Oh, you bitch. Oh, the bear. Mm. bear. So I'm first? Well, no, you get to pick what spot you want to pick. Four. So one, two, three, or four. Oh, two. A confident two. I'm not sure why that was Easy so choice. quick. <laughs> what, an, what an odd choice of numbers to pick. Oh, what would you pick, Doc? But you didn't get to well, pick first. I did. I can't, I can't tell you what I'd pick because – I can't say anything other than what I'm going to have to say. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Issues already. Jesus. Right. Pretty bitter. We're not Next even pick. five minutes in. <laughs> no way this gets done in 45. No. Oh, yeah. Oh. I will pick number one. I know your pick. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the downing that was going to get number one was going to make this pick. Yeah, I'm upset. I, I was, I was not. Yeah, that's I all I wanted. I know the pick, but I'm not. I would not make that number one. <clears throat> I'm already upset. <laughs> this is going great already. All right, three, three and four. Okay. I will go back to back. I'll go four. Okay. And that means our D is number three. The wheel is now closed. I've never seen that before. All right. And with the first selection of the sports banter March Madness draft, every Downing knows and is upset that they don't have him on their draft board. And for the crime against humanity that he is no longer announcing NCAA games, it's an easy one-one. It's Gus Johnson. Yeah, 100%. He is the – I mean, if you just look up, you know, best moments from March Madness, it'll be like the 
plays that happen in the game, but most of it's his calls. I mean, he takes a moment that is like a buzzer beater or just a big play and makes it an even bigger one. And there's a thousand different games that, you know, I couldn't hear his voice in my head right now screaming. I wrote down a bunch because I figured I would get him. <laughs> well, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the slipper still fits. Gonzaga beats Florida early, early Gonzaga days. That was a good one, yeah. <laughs> um, when out of, of well, I guess I can't name all the games. Right. The one, well, here's yeah. one. Here's one that wasn't an NCAA tournament. Isaiah Thomas, Washington, oh, setback yeah. three, cold blooded. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all of those little monikers that, I mean, we grew up watching it, and he stopped calling the games like 10 years ago and every year I'm, I research his name hoping that he got rehired somehow or something. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen until Fox gets the uh, tournament right. back and that seems highly unlikely. But even so, I mean, if you hear him on like college football, the Fox Fox games that yeah. he covers, they're incredible. He's an electric factory. You got to give one uh, ha-ha, you know, his deal since <laughs> you've drafted him. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. <laughs> There are uh, there are a lot of announcers who don't like him. However, I did read a bunch about it, but guys who just think he is over like uh, over overplays the moment, you know that it's like he makes it bigger than it really was. But I disagree with that entirely. But right, yeah, no, I, I think and maybe for maybe for football, but for basketball, he's just I, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I think anyone who thinks that way can go to hell. And uh, I have guesses yeah, back to the end of time. So, Gus Johnson, 1-1. One, one, it's a no-brainer. <clears throat> Absolutely no-brainer. Bullet Bear, number two. All right. Uh, so, I don't have to pick a commentator, right? That's correct. You can go anywhere you want. Well, actually, I think I'll just go with my commentator. Just get the damn thing out of the way because, you know, I'm just that kind of person. Uh, <laughs> I know. Good Lord. I know, right? Um <clears throat> Uh, for me, it's Kevin Harlan, and the reason I picked him was mainly aesthetics, if anything, because to me, every time I hear him watch, excuse me, every time I hear him commentate any type of game, when you when they pan to see who he is, it it drastically shocks me that the voice that's coming through the through the through the speakers is that guy. He sounds completely different, so. That for me is why I picked him. Also, I don't have like a specific game or anything, um, but to me, it's I don't know. That is a big factor. Is like th- this guy's voice is so different from what he looks like. Of course, you know that's just me thinking in an odd way. But also too, I think what you were talking about earlier, uh, Mr. Peanut was making the moments a lot crazier than they actually were. I mean, he's really good at just hyping everybody up, but that's, again, I've only watched basketball really the past like three or four seasons, but hearing him is what, that's what I like about it. Again, not dramatic. (laughs) Kevin Harlan is a pick. Doc, what do you think? Uh, He actually did the uh, Drake Loyola game. So he was, he was the, uh, I think he's a color guy, and he uh, I can't remember who the I think Dan uh, play by play, yeah. Um, 
so they were going to do this big thing prior to the game and they were out in the middle of the court and teams are warming up around him and going to do all this stuff. So he said a couple of words, you know, on the TV. And that's when I texted you guys saying, who is that? I know the voice, right? Because as, uh, as Brian was saying, I mean, like you hear the voice, you go, oh yeah, I know that voice, but I couldn't pick who it was. But the game prior to the Drake Loyola game went so damn long that they just shoot him off the court. And so uh, until uh, Ryan, I guess they finally announced them when our game was going to start. But um, yeah, I, I think he's, I didn't, listen to anything that he did of that game. But <clears throat> if he's working a Drake game, you know he's pretty important. There you yeah. go. <laughs> RD, we'd take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was number two on my list. So I don't have any uh, negativity. Good pick. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I actually wrote voice of the attorney. He was on my list as well because he does so many games that, like, I, when you say Kevin Harlan, like, you know he's an announcer, but I wasn't sure. Like, I'd listen to some clips, and then I heard a few clips. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. That's yeah, exactly. Guy. Yeah, I think, I think did, maybe uh, it took him a little early, but it's co- the commentator side of things is kind of sparse, so yeah, I don't hate very, it. Yeah, uh, very bleak. All right. I'm up. RD, number three. So, I got the full pick of the litter here, minus yeah. commentator. <laughs> um, Take it easy. I'm going to go moment. And I got to go with uh, Villanova 2016, Chris Jenkins, buzzer beater after, um, I think it's Marcus Page on North Carolina hits that double pump three. I mean, that's pretty tough to top that moment. So easy choice here. Yeah. I mean, not only is that just a phenomenal ending of a championship game that was insane to begin with, but now he takes that whole game out of the equation right I was gonna say, now you guys can't pick that game so i win twice and it is just an incredible moment i mean a buzzer beater to win the game after like you said that crazy three-pointer that page put up which never should have went in to begin with but i mean the guy freaking nails to win the game that was the, that was against uh north carolina right yeah north <laughs> carolina so marcus page is the little yeah. lefty put the three i mean you, you can't get much bigger than a game-winning three-pointer from that is, feet away in a championship game. Was that the game where it went like there's a three-pointer and then he came back and responded with a three? Or am I yeah, – exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He had okay. a three to tie it, I believe, or maybe go up one. And then North Carolina – I'm sorry, Villanova had the ball with like five seconds to go, ran down the court. That's right. They did like a back pass to Chris Jenkins. He nailed it. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. It's a perfect pick. Yeah. It's a great first-round pick. I mean – has to be first round. Might be all time moment of March Madness. <laughs> I think Doc's a little bitter about it because he's no, very, no, very quiet. <laughs> well, there's a there's a couple of the. I mean, they've been in it a bunch, so you see a bunch of their plays. But that was one I had I had written down as well. There was another one I had, but of course I can't you know tell you what that one is until it's my turn. Right. You're very That's flustered right. by the fact that you can't uh, speak you about it. But I, I I do like uh, yeah I like that game. All right, Doc. Pick number four. Yeah, so you can kind of put this in a couple of different categories, but I'm going to put this – we have a miscellaneous, right? That's correct. Yep. Um, so I'm going to put in – now, again, I'm going to be – there's games that you, like, probably don't know or maybe weren't alive for, but um, you've heard of them. 
So I'm going to go with the uh, 1979 national championship game. Okay. Michigan State with Magic who, was, who was their star player, Magic Johnson, against Larry Indiana Bird. State with Larry Bird. And that in and of itself was a great matchup. Indiana State was undefeated, right? I think Michigan State maybe had one loss. Wait, why is that uh, miscellaneous? <laughs> Well, because I got a, I got another one for just one game. But the reason it's miscellaneous is no, because no, Vito. <laughs> no, no, you can't. You, no, picked, you literally picked the game. Well, then you just said the you, game. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't like it as my game. Uh, the reason <laughs> I'm saying it's, <laughs> the reason like I'm saying it's, it's miscellaneous is because of the careers no, where one no. went to Boston and the other one went to the Lakers and they played like in national championships against each other during all of those years so i mean the the uh, nba you know, became a, a great league that way um doc i am gonna have to say you're gonna have to take that as your game because that is literally the game magic johnson but that can't be miscellaneous you can't pick another just yeah i i thought you were about category. to pick my miscellaneous and i was like wow this guy's on it but then he just picked again <laughs> which is fine i love that game. oh i'm gonna keep it you throw it in whatever category but i from 1979, plus that's the year I graduated from college. That and Larry Bird, uh, I saw him play in college um, seven or eight different times uh, because he was at Indiana State all four years, played all four years. So I mean, it also had some some meaning. And I hated the son of a bitch, so I was rooting for Magic <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Because he was so good, I couldn't like Drake could never beat him. So I mean, um, if I was you, I'd be happy that I have it as the game. That's a great yeah, game. No, I, I love it. Good pick. An all time game. I had it on my list. I'll go game. So okay, so there's your game. Miscellaneous category still available. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't think you're grasping the miscellaneous category. Yeah, it, that's the best. That is a great one liner. He goes, "I'm going miscellaneous." The Michigan State Indiana State game. game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just that's just total after disregard. <laughs> a weekend of arch madness. That's okay. how the brain functions. All right. <laughs> so now we're gonna go. So I get a second pick. <laughs> that's are we, correct. Are we not true? Yes. Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with maybe a little bit weird one, but this would maybe be then the biggest upset. We have one of those. Cinderella. Um, I, it would be well. It depends. Like, or that, I can do moment. Or it could be a moment, maybe. That's right. That... Now, see, now we're getting in the weeds of like what makes sense. Okay. Well, but so, I feel like you're just going to list another game. <laughs> oh, well, I well I am, but uh, that is kind of the, <laughs> that is well, kind of the idea. Though. So I can I, I can take this as miscellaneous. How about that? So the first. Time a number one seed has ever been beaten by a number 16 seed. No, no that's way. A, that's a moment, I feel like. That is a moment. Okay, then I'll, I'll take home. that as a moment. I'll allow it as a moment. The moment. So we all remember the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, <laughs> and their nickname is Retrievers. 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 <laughs> Which, in and of itself, is just awesome, right? And they played Virginia first round. One versus 16, um, watched it here. Well, watched a lot of games here, but watched it here. 
and UMBC just kept pumping in points. It was like Virginia didn't have enough offense to compete with UMBC. So as the game went on, I was like, sooner or later, Virginia's gonna gonna take the upper hand because they're bigger and stronger and play way tougher competition. And game kept going on and on and on, and UMBC would not stop scoring. They I don't remember what the final was, but they would not stop scoring. It was I, I vividly remember watching that game at where right where you're sitting. And it quickly became the group of people that we were together were all obviously all in on UMBC, just taking <coughs> Virginia. And I mean, first of all, Virginia couldn't score at all. And UMBC was just making every play in the book. All these no-name guys. They had one guy out there who's like five foot three, you know, freaking mugsy bogues out there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just a completely ridiculous looking team. Yeah. Again, this is like Virginia, right? Who's that, that guy with the seven guards? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think there was actually a, their point guard was like five five. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he was. Just, it was amazing, and he, and he was dribbling right around him. They actually almost won in the second round too, if you remember that. Yeah, they, they lost, played to, lost yeah. to Kansas State just off pure size at the end. But yeah, I mean, a sixteen being a one, it's only happened once. Right. It's a great so, moment. You got to count for somewhere. I like that you just pick stuff and you're just trying to fit it in yeah. different categories. I was going to say, it's, it's a good pick. We just got to get you focused on categories. Like, well, I'm running out of categories, so so I'll go one moment for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All yeah. right, so back to me? Yes, RD. Huh, okay. Tough now. I got to go. Hmm. I'm going to go with my, my favorite. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Come on. All right. Let's go with, uh, I'll go Cinderella. Okay. I don't know if favorite, favorite's the right word, but they're probably the most fun to watch. I'm going uh, Florida Gulf Coast. God damn it. With, God uh, damn it. With Dunk City. They uh, beat Georgetown, um, killed Georgetown the first round, yeah. and then unfortunately wiped the floor with San Diego State as well in the second round. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> but, um, I mean, they were just all-time fun team to watch with all the dunks and all that good stuff. So, can't pass them up. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that, that, that pisses me off. I figure, you know, if I take Gus Johnson, then you're going to take, you know, Florida Gulf Coast and just shove it to me, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, yeah. They were um, a fun team. They were awesome. I mean, I could not name one guy on that team today or who the coach was, but I know he ended up at USC. Um, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, the best part is you haven't heard an absolute thing from them since. So <laughs> it, was just, it was just one year, you know, yeah. true Cinderella. Who are these guys? What city is this? No idea. And they're just high-flying, dunking on your face, doing whatever right. they want to, winning by yeah. 20 versus teams that they should never even be in contest with. And like, first 15 seed to make it to the Sweet 16, too. Yeah, I was like, who, who are all these guys? You know, what's going on here? Yeah, what city are they from, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they can win the whole thing? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that literally was one of the one teams, like, they really did play like they had nothing to lose. It's like, well, we're, you know average at best anyway so they were just shooting threes and throwing the ball down the court and it's like you know they got one chance to win in a million years they went for it it was pretty good what do you got in florida gulf coast 
What? What do you <laughs> What do you got on the Ryan's pick, Florida Gulf Coast, Cinderella? Oh, I think it's great. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, look, you guys are very inept in the whole March Madness thing, way more than me. Inept? I'm flustered. I'm flustered. Um, <laughs> but again, I mean, like I said, I've, I'll be honest, I haven't really watched March Madness like thoroughly. I've only watched, like I said, like the last four seasons. So, well, you're going to have a hell of a draft board then. And you're up. You're in a tough spot. <laughs> um, it's very, what is it? Very thin. Um, but I think what I am going to go for is my. He'll end up winning the draft, by the way. Much like uh, people who don't know anything about college basketball win these pools. This will be polar bear, this draft. This, yes. Um, I don't know. This one, it, it kind of floated between miscellaneous and also um, a game, if you will. But it was actually the first time I watched – you kind of go along with it. But the first time I watched uh, a March Madness game with my dad was um, the 2000 – well, this was the game that we watched, like, together, and it was connected to March Madness was the 2005 Illinois versus Arizona comeback where it was, oh, like wow. – I think it was, like, four minutes left or something like that, five minutes, where they needed, like – what was it like 30 points or some shit like that? Um, <laughs> Let me help you yeah. out, Polar Bear. It was on my list. They oh, were man. they were down 15 oh, yeah. great pick. With four minutes to go. And Illinois came back. That was the you know D Brown, Darren Williams, uh, Luther Head team. So 15 point comeback, four minutes to go. Yeah, great. Was, great pick. Yeah, and again, it's like I said, it it was I don't know. My dad was really big into March Madness. I wasn't really into it. So he was like, Hey, let's, you know, that's, that, that was my first introduction to like March Madness really was that big comeback. Um, and that's why it's kind of stuck in my head again. I don't know if that's, I'll, I'll put that as my game. Cause yeah, my, I, would, is, I would put that as my game for that just because initial age can be kind of anything. Right. So I'll, yeah. I'll put that as my game. I, I Again, it's more of a sentimental thing, but the game, again, I wasn't a big basketball fan at the time. So for me, that was this byproduct of it. You incidentally just wound up with like one of the best games in March Madness (laughs) history. I mean, (laughs) that was a a phenomenal comeback for an Illinois team that was like ended up in the championship that year. Like they had all this championship expectations. I mean, Uh, Doc, what do you think about the Illinois comeback pick? Yeah. It's one of the few times that Illinois hasn't disappointed me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, one of the very, very few. So, yeah. I mean, I do remember that. Uh, I think Arizona coach was Lute Olson. And oh, yeah. he, he was an Iowa guy. So it was great because Illinois kind of beat the Iowa coach. So, yeah, it was, there was a lot of meaning to it for Illinois people. Nice. I like the that pick was, a lot. Uh, that was number two on my board. Polar bear. Great pick. You're on fire, kid. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Last. Back to me. Um, So I'm going to go with moment. And this one sticks out to me a lot because 
you know, there's a lot of buzzer beaters and awesome games that happen in March Madness, but there's not always a historic blunder that gets replayed and replayed that deciphers the national championship or a massive game and, you know, kind of change the trajectory of that whole team, which was the Fab Five. I'm going with the Chris Webber timeout with no timeouts left in the national championship game. Yeah. (laughs) Massive blunder. Yeah. You know, it's the 30 for 30s. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch that. I mean, it obviously changed the trajectory of, you know, he still was like the number one pick or whatever, but Chris Weber's legacy and that whole team's legacy changed based on that moment. Who is to say they come back, win that game. But I mean, that, that moment ended that whole national championship run. So Chris Weber time. And now Juwan Howard, who was on that team, just punches other coaches and stuff. Yeah. Still, still bitter. Yeah. You see, yeah. see? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> if Chris Weber doesn't call that timeout, maybe Juwan's a little more. Yeah. Relaxed. Maybe he's a little happier, dude. Right. <laughs> All right. E, what do you have on that? Um, it was on my list, but towards the bottom. I mean, I thought there was lots. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big moment, sure, but I thought there was more. Like, is it fun? No, it wasn't that fun of a moment. But I, uh, so I would have totally. gone a different direction, but you know, you do you. Oh, I don't, I don't understand any of that. I mean, the timeout that ends the national championship with no timeouts, not was a good pick. championship. Yeah, it was a championship. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought yeah, was... you need to do some research. That's what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's a guy screwing up, you know. So it's like, is that a fun yeah, thing to exactly. draft for? I would say that that's a quintessential moment if. The damn, you fucked up. It's, it's literally a moment. It's a yeah. moment. It's, it's a, a moment. moment. Yeah, part no. of the game where he fucked it up. Definitely qualifies. <laughs> oh man, he's so bitter about that. I, I know. <laughs> well, we had to get some squabble in there at some point. I like it. it. It's like I feel like you almost wanted to squabble. You just wanted to throw your squabble in there, which I appreciate. But yeah, I was the like, timeout, I, the timeout wasn't the time okay. to do it. I I started with it was on my list, but towards the bottom. Oh yeah. Whenever there's a but, it's you know. Everyone knows what that means. What kind of what? It was on my list, but you right. know, pass. Yeah, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't take it. Eh? That's why I, I love take. the pick. Love the pick, and that I'm going again. Out. And this one, I absolutely love. I'm going miscellaneous, <laughs> and there really is no March Madness without betting. I mean, betting on oh, sports man. is the quintessential, like almost best. It's almost better than the games. You're oh. betting on. Vermont versus Syracuse, and you know that Vermont wins, and you're up twenty bucks, and then you're the favorite loses, and you're down forty bucks. It's a constant struggle. I I would agree with that. I think I think it's a great pick for miscellaneous. I mean, I it's funny how you thought about that because my first thought process was not about betting, but as I've come to know the Downing Clan. but honestly i'll I'll be honest that that to me was a great exceptional pick i I love that 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 i appreciate that polar bear i appreciate that i think an an integrity move out of you yeah (laughs) but it's cool because you are right i never thought about it that much it's like how i mean betting in sports is huge but i mean march madness itself that's i think what makes it 
crazier to think about is you have people, like you said earlier, that have no idea about NBA or excuse me, NCAA basketball, and they're betting on these games, you know, and that's, I think that's what's pretty cool about it. It's a blast. I mean, and if you go to one of the, like, if you go to Vegas for the games to watch and you're at the sports book all day, I mean, it's a blast. You're out of breath by hour three. Exhausted. Yeah. So. I'm exhausted just sitting here watching it. <laughs> yeah. Watching what? <laughs> the the big of- days when there's like you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. 16 games, you know, yeah. you're just going one stage to the next and back and forth. And who's on, you know, who's, what games are close. And, oh, I got them in my pool, but I also bet against them, you know, on a bet. And, it's, and like, that's, yeah. it goes a hundred different ways. It makes it so great when exactly that, when you're looking at your sheet and you go, well, I picked them, but I bet it that, no, like, where am I? I don't even right. know what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> I just want the game to get over with so I can, you know, <laughs> highlight it or something. And the classic line of stop the game. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop the game. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I said that a few times on Sunday. Now that's, um, that was a good pick. I'll admit, I'll admit it when I see it. I mean, those are both. I think I got three first-round picks right now. That's how I'm feeling about it. <laughs> and there's plenty of moments out there. Wow. <laughs> uh, back to Polar Bear. You have an announcer, a commentator, and a game so far. Um, I would go – I'm. I'll go a moment, and I think it's just because it's – Um. It's just kind of a crazy moment. Again, like my knowledge for college basketball is very small, but I do remember the weird, stupid shit that happens. Um, So what I wrote down was, I don't remember the year exactly. I think it was like 2012 or around there where there was, uh, it was the Georgia state coach that like tore his Achilles. Oh yeah. And I think it's, was his Put son together a great draft? <laughs> That's right. a great pick. <laughs> I forgot all about that. But didn't it? Didn't his son play on the team? So, or something like that? Yeah, it's exactly. I had right. it on my list. Winner, right? Polar Bears pick is RJ Hunter hitting the game yeah. winner. Oh, there we go. Versus Baylor, and his dad's the coach, and he fell out of his chair as it happened. All time moment. So good. All time moment. <laughs> To me, it was just remembering the damn guy falling out of the chair. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh, shot was incredible too, but the guy falling off the chair and it happens to be a son, like, come on. That's <laughs> that's what really, again, like the whole like father-son thing for a game or for a moment, if you will, is that that's pretty badass. But the fact that he'll be, you know, remembered as the guy that fell out of his chair on the side of a basketball game for the uh, last shot. So that was my, that's my moment. And, uh, Doc, have you uh, yourself fallen out of a chair on a buzzer beater? I've fallen and lain prone for over 15 minutes, suffering another heartbreaking loss. Yes. <laughs> I've fallen face forward, unable to breathe after some of these stupid three point shots <laughs> hit when I've got the other team, obviously. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been breathless before, many a time. <laughs> breathless. Breathless. <laughs> breathless. <laughs> All right. Great pick. Um, on to RD. Love that pick, Polar Bear. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a phenomenal pick. All right. So I have 
I have a, I picked a moment in Cinderella. I'm gonna go game, and it might be might be recency bias, but I'm going last year Final Four UCLA Gonzaga, 93-90. Um, Gonzaga wins on the bank buzzer beater oh, by Dylan uh, Suggs. In OT, wasn't it? I uh, think it was. I don't OT. know if it was OT or not, but uh, maybe 93-90 is pretty high scoring. So, but I mean that was an all-time game with. Dylan Suggs and Juzang going back and forth. Juzang, I felt like, hit like 20 shots in a row at one point. Awesome game, regardless of recency bias or not. I agree with that. It was an awesome game. Give me a little more, Doc. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it was uh, – that whole – you know, the, the games in the tournaments now, they're so close. You know, we had the one versus – like the last four or five years, you really like anybody can beat anybody. And it never used to be that way. It used to be like the top eight seeds almost won all the games until they started playing each other. But um, now, I mean, you would think Gonzaga would be pretty hard to beat. They were number one, weren't they? All like, oh yeah, every week. I mean, maybe for yeah. a week they were out of it. So, um, yeah, yeah, to have I mean, it be a close game and to lose, <laughs> I mean, awesome. Yeah, the other side of it was UCLA was – I think they were a first four team. That Was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, they were a first four team, and then they were one of those first four teams that, like, make all their way to the – I think it was Final Four. <laughs> yeah, they ended up being awesome. And it was uh, it was yeah. OT, so you're right. Yeah. And that so, it was a – that whole second half was like, you know, take a punch or be punched. So, I like now, that I re- now that I realized it was OT, even better pick. I'm not going to hate on your pick just to hate on it. I like the pick. <laughs> uh, okay. And we are going to have to go to the next meeting at some point here. But we'll do that until we're forced. Doc, you're up. You have picked a game, even though you claimed miscellaneous, and a moment, which is pretty much also another game. So, <laughs> The guy likes games. <laughs> well, they all kind of come into things. So – a Cinderella that I would have, I mean, I've got, I've got numerous, but the, the one that I would uh, probably the one that's most memorable anyway to me was when uh, NC State beat Houston way back, like 1983. I think it was 83. And Jim Valvano was the coach. Yes. And Houston was, I mean, I think they may have been undefeated or maybe had a loss and NC state had 10 loss. I mean, they probably were one of the last teams in but Valvano, um, you know, and he was obviously we know him now from all of the great speeches he's made um, after all of that, but that kind of propelled him into being a famous coach, but which ultimately he turned into be a famous person and obviously struck um, a chord with, many people for his cancer foundation, but for an upset, NC State had no business being in the game with Houston and um, Phi Slamma Jamma, I think was their uh, their nickname. So I think just upset wise, uh, that was that was very memorable. Anyway. Yeah. So I had the on my list for a moment where the alley-oop at the end to win the game. 
Right. Well, it was just really a bad shot, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But I had like I, that's just me like not seeing that live and knowing the situation of them coming into the tournament probably as a huge underdog. Like I've seen oh, the God, three for yeah. thirty, but I didn't. I didn't even consider that as a Cinderella. That's a that's a great pick. Yep. I mean, they made a whole thirty for thirty on it, so for a reason. So can't really uh, argue that pick. Well, and there's a lot of different angles you can take with that team and with Delvano and, and the whole. Right aura of that plus nc state was no good forever i mean they never won hardly anything so yeah it was it was and having really since so. yeah i was gonna say they probably haven't won shit since probably, yeah, 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 probably literally since that that day <laughs> that was it that was their big moment <laughs> yeah that's a great yeah. pick all right you're up again so that was cinderella that was cinderella that was a cinderella yeah just because that means you know all the rest of the stuff is off the table now yeah okay so I got a miscellaneous. So a miscellaneous can't have anything to do with the game. It's got to be something like outside the game itself. Well, I'm concerned with your definition because you started with literally a game. Well, right. So I don't know where you're going. Maybe go. I misunderstood what miscellaneous was supposed to. Well, I said it it's like, like a point in a game. Like it's not the game itself. It could be maybe a point in the game. I, I, see, this is like I don't want to give away picks. I'm the only one that's taking a miscellaneous, which was Betty. So no, that should that should kind of say like what that means. Well, I'll say all my miscellaneous are like not moments in a game or anything like that. Yeah, it's, okay. It's something well, then, else to do with. So I'm coming up with this one. I'll leave my announcer till till last. So I'm going to come up with this one for uh, miscellaneous. But to me, one of the highlights of the tournament. We just went through this with the Missouri Valley tournament, but at the end, where they go one shining moment. And they play all of the highlights from all of the games. And you see coaches crying. You see kids hoisting each other up. You see your cheerleaders. You see one of your best buddies from high school with his head in his hands at the end of a game. <laughs> Shout out, Conk. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can see, and it's really emotional because all of those, there's only one left, right? And it, uh, that's just, it seems to be a great um recap if you can do something like that a great recap of an entire tournament in two and a half three minutes so i actually stuck around in the gym when they were giving loyola the tournament trophy because they were doing one for the missouri valley conference tournament um and they're showing fans and you know it was just it was awesome so anyway that would so be my one miscellaneous one, the one shiny moment video at the end of the tournament that's what your pick is yeah good it's pick, good pick. It's a good pick. On my board, Doc. Nice. <laughs> I, love having, you, cuff, I huh? love having you scratch through shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just don't pick a game for miscellaneous. That's all. No, that <laughs> I uh yeah, no, I okay, I'm good. I got mine. All right. We're back to RD. You got a game, Cinderella, and moment. Okay. So there's no chance. Polar bear picks any of my miscellaneous. Probably not. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll go commentator. And uh, I'm interested to hear who you're going to pick. Yeah, I'm going to go away from, like, I guess what would the stock pick would be. I guess we're going, um, we're going Bill Raftery. Okay, he's on my list. He's the uh, tickle the twine from Twenty Nine guy. Onions, you know, a little lingerie on the deck is a good, 
Good one he had. Uh, send it in, Jerome. Was his famous one. I don't know. He's in all the games. Outside yeah, of that, I mean, I couldn't pick him out of the lineup, so that's my issue with the pick. I mean, I'm sure he's nice, but is it is he going to win the draft? Probably not. He, uh, you'd recognize his voice. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you look at the name Bill Rafferty and go, "Oh yeah, well, that's my that's my guy." Ryan, isn't he normally like linked up with Jim Nance? Yeah, he's he's a yeah. he's a color commentator. <laughs> Can't be giving away picks, polar bear. Cannot be giving away picks. What do I do? You, you, you mentioned a name that has not been uh, off the board. Fucking pick! Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm the only one left who has a commentator, and, and I'm not going to go. Well, well, yeah. See, now he puts that in your head. No, oh, so, so, I ruined a nice the whole thing. Board. Uh, so, we'll say a nice draft is- board. To his point, my two guys were Jim Nance and Bill Raffer, and I went. To, oh, okay. You know what's funny? Jim Nance, you know, he's on everything. I've had a, I've had enough oh, of him. <laughs> what's what's well, your Jim Nance? I mean, he's really good at golf. You know, no, I mean, he's he's great. But oh, yeah, I wanted to go a little, a little more outside the box. I thought you were going to go. Now that we're talking about, it, I thought you were, you were going to go Jim Nance. I yeah, I was between the two. Right. Here we are. Bill Rafferty, uh, Polar Bear, you're up. <laughs> What have I done? I've done. What have you done? <laughs> I guess I ruined the whole draft by my last comment. Uh, so you got you got a moment, a game, and an announcer. I need a. So you need Cinderella and miscellaneous. So my Cinderella would be um, UCLA for 2021. Just there. Do I have to? Can I pick that? If for me, it's their whole run. It's not just the game. Yeah. Rick, Rick I mean, you can argue it. I don't mind. I mean, I, I the only other Cinderella I have, I won't say, but. I think it just kind of muddies up the, like, differentiating of our draft boards. If Ryan has the game of that run, and then you just have, like, the run. I, think, I don't think it's different enough. Well, to I, me, think, I, I, I like the pick, but it's, it's similar to what's already on the board. Yeah, but I I picked the game they lost. So. Yeah, for yeah, me, it's in the final run, four. It's eleven. I mean, my thing is it's an yeah. eleven seed as a Cinderella. That's to me. That's I agree. Any- I, but I'm saying when people look at the list and there's two UCLA picks, I don't think it's different enough to establish who's has a better draft. Man, you're really fucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm a stickler for this shit. Yeah, you're a gnat's ass with you, man. <laughs> There's plenty of Cinderellas out there. We don't need to be picking the same shit. We only have five picks each. We don't need to be running into each other. Good Lord. That's right. Do you need to take a bye? Man. <laughs> um, well, then it's going to be, you know, the Ramblers of 2018. Mm-hmm. Great go. pick, man. Come on. And that's a, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a great pick. But for me, the, you know, <laughs> good Lord. I honestly thought everyone was, you know, look, my that would be it. Ramblers, you know, just their run at it. Uh, they believe they went all the way to the final four and they lost to play uh, Michigan, right? Or am I way wrong? Um, I don't know. I think you might be right. I don't know. They did make it to the final four because. Because I could be mixing up UCLA and UCLA beating Michigan. As well, 
Well, they made the Final Four. Yeah, you're right. There we go. So you're on it. There you go. I'm, you know, I've done a little. And newsflash, it's a great pick. All right. Yeah, I had them. I had them here, and they had just they had a buzzer beaters against both Miami and Tennessee, and hit a shot with the last three seconds against Nevada. So, and they won all three of those games. Yeah, and I think they had a big old German guy as their center, Krautwig. I do remember him. <laughs> he was yeah. gone. Doug, know, Doug gone. likes to to pick little like guys on the team like that to scrutinize. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, three three buzzer beaters in one run is pretty incredible. Yeah, and then you got the you know you got to mention the sister Jean, of course, who Doc uh, tried tried to introduce. I tried to dig her up, man. Recently. She's tough. I I couldn't dig her up. Yeah, she said, "We're gonna whoop your ass, dude. Get out of here." <laughs> and she did. I tried to just get my picture taken with her. I couldn't even do that. They she's got bodyguards for God's sake. So. <laughs> All right, good pick. Well, I like that pick better because even though UCLA, I don't even know what their seeds were, but UCLA is always perennially has the ability or the the pedigree to get into a Final Four. Like Loyola like, had like no business being there, really. They had to win every game like on the last second, and they probably will never be back. You know, it, it was it's it's hard for them to recruit like that. So I would agree. I just. Like I said, I kind of picked my Cinderella story as UCLA because of where they were seated last year. And I think that was kind of like a shock to them. But, you know, I made my choice. I like it. I like it I'm good. Yeah, I like it. All right. It's up. It's me now. My final two picks. So for my Cinderella, I'm going to go to another you know, similar type of team. And I'm going to go 2011 Butler, who what made their run to the final game as a eight seed, I believe, eight or nine seed. And it was the year they had Gordon Hayward, Brad Stevens, yeah. Shelvin Mack, throw his name in there. Um, and it was the when they lost to Duke in the championship. But, I mean, the road to get there, that was kind of the start of Butler's rise to, you know, just being a middle, much like uh, Loyola, you know, getting in the run of a Final Four team where you never would have, like, you probably picked them to lose round one. So 2010 or 2011? 2010's the Hayward team. 2010, I think. That's that's the year they played Duke in the final. Yeah, whichever one, exactly, that one. Um, And then if if Gordon Hayward makes that half-court heave, which actually was a pretty shitty. Oh, it's right. It was game. right on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if he makes that shot, I mean, then they go down as everybody's favorite Cinderella. Um, and they were just a fun team to watch. I mean, they play the right way. Brad Stevens basketball. Butler. Yeah. They're a good team. Yeah. I think he hit, Hayward well, he hit backboard for sure. I don't know if he hit rim and backboard, but. He did. Uh, I think he hit both. Yeah. I mean, from off the hand, it looked like, oh, shit. From half court, yeah. And if they, I mean, if they had done that to beat Duke, just would have been an all-time, all-time moment. And I will reference that Doc Downing was rooting for Duke in that game. Classic move. <laughs> just, a dis- just a disgusting display of humanity. Duke over Butler. Yeah. Yeah, hey. Midwest, a small Midwest school, and you're rooting against them 
because you get bet on Duke. Jesus. Right. I probably didn't cover. I probably didn't cover either. <laughs> Which actually, you know, hits to my betting miscellaneous pick again. You yeah. got guys like Doc who are rooting against the underdog. Yeah, it changes your entire perspective on shit, doesn't it? <laughs> and then, okay, so my last pick is a game. And this one sticks out because uh, it actually cost me, uh, you know, being in the top five of Doc's pool. And it was the 2008 national championship between Kansas, Mario Chalmers' team, and Memphis, which was Derrick Rose's team. And, uh, you know, the, the Mario Chalmers three-pointer that tied it up, and they went into overtime, and then they won. I had Memphis, had him all year. Derrick Rose is unbelievable. And it was the beginning of realizing that anytime one of these three-pointers go down, it is not in my favor. <laughs> and I knew it was going in. Yeah, he's, that, that, that's going in. But an awesome game. And it was uh, early on in watching March Madness as well where – you realize that the game is never over because Memphis is pretty much Correct. winning that whole game. Yep. Great game. Derek Rose obviously ended up being a star. That was a, uh, that was a fun one. Can't argue that one either. Not a whole lot of disagreement here. Yeah. Well, March, <laughs> I guess that speaks to how great March Madness is that there's this many moments where it's not really, you know, there's, there's so many different things where you'd have to have like nine people drafting to finally find something you didn't like. Yeah, exactly. All right. Polar Bear, you're up. I need a miscellaneous, correct? That is correct. Oh. All right. Well, oh yeah. me being the annoying person I am, I picked the phrase of March Madness and where it actually came from. And I <laughs> um, what I read, and again, I didn't know, I didn't know, I literally read this last week, but I have a couple notes, but from where it actually started, it started at, in 1908, at an Illinois high school association where they would do like a statewide basketball tournament. And the basketball tournament got so big that it would like, I believe it got like to 900 teams involved with it. And there was an essay about this tournament and they wrote, and I, you know, quote here, it says a little March madness may complement and contribute to sanity and help keep society on an even keel. And he wrote that about an essay about the uh, school association and the basketball tournament. And then, it now in like, I think it was the eighties or something like that, where they, um, it got trademarked to be March madness. Um, and that's kind of where it came from. So I, again, for me, it's more about the history of the name and how it kind of came about. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I love it. I mean, that's a spectacular miscellaneous pick. Yeah. Yeah, Deep hole there. That's yeah. That's, that's exactly what we're looking for. Hey, yeah. that's research well done there, kid. origins. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is I didn't even know you could read, so, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> you had to take a shot. <laughs> that's Doc's take on the, the, on the pitch. Oh, I like that. Yeah, man. Really <laughs> so the funny thing is Illinois was one of those – the state, even when I was there, 
that everybody who played basketball was in the state tournament. Yeah. It didn't matter what your record was. You might have had to play number one seed, you know, out of somewhere else. But if you wanted to play, everybody was in it. So that it was probably one of the few state basketball tournaments that every school represented. Well, you know, even way back then. So that, that's pretty cool. I, like I love that. it. Great pick. Uh, on our Well, from what I read, it <laughs> but like, I guess there was a bunch of like lawsuits associated with it as well from the IH. Illinois High School Sport Association or whatever I said. IHSSA, yeah. And the NCAA about using March Madness. So now they like both wow. agree okay. to it, which is pretty cool. So okay. Again, I, learned um, so I learned something today. <laughs> that's that's yeah, beautiful. beautiful work. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. RD. <clears throat> well, I did far less research on my miscellaneous picks here. <laughs> so, yeah, that takes the cake for sure. I, uh, this, this one's probably more personal to the Downing family, but I'm going with, um, skipping school on Thursday, Friday <laughs> to watch the opening games or the opening weekend of March Madness and our mother allowing us to do so. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't get any better than mom just basically giving up being like all right you guys you know it's, it is what it is you guys can stay you can watch all 16 games you know you, you guys do whatever you want it's one time a year i'll call in sick for you whatever doesn't matter we're watching we're watching march madness well, <laughs> so it was it was on my list obviously and there was nothing better than letting your friends know that you're not coming thursday or friday and they just don't <laughs> understand it at all yeah, they're like, what? What do you mean? How are you getting at it? No, no, we watch like, Marshall Madness with our dad in the game room, and that's what we're going to do. It's more like, how are you not going home? To watch the game? <laughs> yeah, wait, what right. do you mean? Your mom doesn't you, let you stay home on Thursday, Friday? <laughs> you never not watch Marshall Madness on Thursdays and Fridays. And that, <laughs> there's nothing, and it's actually like being in school, too, and being able to miss it. That whole dichotomy is what makes it so great. Now it's yeah. like, yeah, we can like work from home or whatever. But having like missing the obligation of going to school, it was the best. Yeah, it's different now. I mean, now you, yeah, like you said, you can work work from home or watch it or whatever. <clears throat> there's beers involved now. It makes it fun, but it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole different element. Right. Yeah. And now we also go when they're here. So you know, that's that's something unique. We never really went. I don't even know if they had games at in San Diego in the old days, but. We never went. We always just hunkered down and watched the mirror. We've been before. We went. We've been twice. No, no, no. Not when you were no, not when you're in grade school. No, you did not. Uh, at high school. I think the fact I think what, what I'm talking about. The miscellaneous thing is the fact that it was um, a moment that you guys all remember, you know. I think that's what it means. I'll be honest, that would surpass whatever miscellaneous ones there are. Cause I think that's I think that's really cool to have that as a part of your, you know, as you're growing up. It's a good memory. I love that. That's a great pick, Ryan. Great pick. Thank you. Can I tell you All what right. my other one was? Well, we'll get to honorable mentions after Doc uh closes this out here. Uh, so. well, so I got a commentator. So I can't go uh, Jim Nance because you know, uh polar yeah, I mean, bear. You could, you'd just be a length. So I'm going to go with Vern Lundquist. 
I like it. I just think I, his. I think I it's just, perfect for Doc's board. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's probably my age. I think he's even older, actually. Um, but I always, I just like he's got that way of announcing that you're always, you're always listening to him. He's one of the guys you actually listen to, versus other guys that you hear, but you're not really listening to what he's saying. And he, but he's he's not you know like a Gus John. I mean, he's not like off your seat exciting. But he really, um, he really knows the game, and he and he understands it, and he's got a good perspective. So, I mean, he does football, he does all kinds of stuff. But um, I, I'll go, I'll go with Vern Lundquist. Yeah, I have no no qualms with Vern. He does a lot of big games, and he has a particular voice where you yeah. sit upright, and pay attention. I like it. Wait, who was the guy who used to do the uh, Padres? That's not Vern Lundquist, is it? Dick Enberg. Ah, uh, I get those two mixed up. Well, I like Dick Edwards too. Yeah, I mean, That's he didn't do much, he didn't do much basketball though, but uh, I like him too. Oh yeah, That's a great yeah. pair to mix up, Dick Enberg and Vern Lundquist. I mean, they're all both old announcers. Well, the yeah. guy that I really, really like, actually, but you guys have probably never even heard him announce was Jim Balvana. He was an announcer for like four or five years. And he was like, I mean, he was awesome. Him and Al McGuire, he used to coach for Marquette. Um, just because they knew like exactly what was going to happen. Um, and what, you know, here's what the offense should do. And here's what the defense should do to counter the offense. And, and this time out, he's got to tell him to do this. And it was like, oh man, I mean, and they, they were absolutely right. So it shows you that they really um, were students of the game, but those two guys, I mean, they, uh, they broadcast not very long, seven or eight years, probably. Uh, but they were good. They were really good. Right. Guys that can like actually understand what they're talking about versus guys that just shoot at the hip and go, what kind of comment was that? You know, yeah. I, I like that. All right. So that was the last pick of the draft. Let's oh. do a, a rundown of what we uh, came up with here. So PD, Mr. Peanut, I got Gus Johnson, Chris Weber timeout. Betting, Butler 2010 Cinderella and the Kansas Memphis National Championship game, Polar Bear, Kevin Harlan, the Illinois Arizona game, the Georgia State Baylor three point winner, and coach falling out of his chair, who also happens to be the player's dad, uh, Loyola Final Four run, and the March Madness name and likeness origin of 1908. <laughs> I love it. RD. RD has a Villanova game winner, national championship versus North Carolina, Florida Gulf Coast, uh, Cinderella, UCLA Gonzaga in overtime game winner, Bill Rafferty, and skipping school to watch the games. And Doc has Michigan State versus Indiana State, UMBC beating Virginia as a 16 seed, NC, NC State in 83 with Jimmy V's team. One shining moment and Vern Lundquist. Hey, I like the board. I I do as well. I think it's diverse. You got a pretty and, uh, solid group. Solid workout, everybody. Um, do we have any honorable mentions that didn't get picked on your list that are worth note? I got a couple for um, miscellaneous. I thought were funny. Um, for I got clickage as one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, God, yeah, very important. Yeah, being, out of able there. To, 
<laughs> being able to get to the right games at the right time for Rough. those unaware of what clickage is. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Oh, and then <clears throat> this is kind of a kind of a reach, but tracking your own bracket with a highlighter and pen, right? And yelling a highlighter after a big win. That's <laughs> I like yelling. Yelling highlighter would be a great one. <laughs> or pen. Highlighter. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a pen, right. double shout out. Red pen, red pen. So the other Nova game that I had um, was the one that they played against Georgetown in '85 yep. final, and in the second half of that, I mean that's an upset as well. But in the second half, which I didn't know until I was reading it, in the second half of that game, Villanova missed one shot. Wow. Yeah. They shot ninety-three percent. From the field, not from the free throw line, from the field. And for the game, they shot 79%, and they beat Georgetown by, like, two. I mean, like, <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Like, you, if you would have just shot 70%, you would have got beat, right? I'm one shot they missed the entire second half. So the, I thought that was uh, – yeah. I thought that was pretty good. The, the You know, what the biggest upset in terms of a point spread – uh, Norfolk State beating oh, Missouri. That killed me. Uh, me. Killed me that year. <laughs> Still, they hates. were Missouri was a twenty-one and a half point favorite, and they got beat first game. Yes, guess who had them as his national championship? I think national championship that year. Can't be. I think <laughs> by like by one o'clock, oh, half of half of the pool was like. Calling or texting, it's just fucking bullshit. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's a good I got one. a couple, uh, a couple more good ones, I think. Well, let me yeah. or, hold on, let's get polar bear and myself in there as well. Polar bear, do you have any uh, on your list that didn't make it? Well, mine was kind of like piggybacking off a of doc's game, uh, bird and magic, and just what for me that was going to be my miscellaneous actually was just the impact that made on kind of March Madness, if you will, and how it uh, – You're just repeating what he said. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> That's you exactly guys. what I said. You too, I, got out, I got food out of the gym. I yeah, say, you know, and I stand by that. I, I agree. I think for me it's more of the impact it had on March Madness. That would be wow. – Because yeah. of the game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But then there's – for me it's – Yeah. I'm yeah. just – My – Hey, this is my miscellaneous. Is the impact right. <laughs> not the game? I'm just saying the re- the result of it. Just there you go. Yeah, you yeah. guys are bananas. I okay. mean, uh, yeah. uh, I had UCLA when they beat Gonzaga. Adam Morrison crying on the floor. That was a yeah, good bouncing yeah. call. That yeah. was a great great game. You say it was down 17. Um. Texas A&M beating UNI when they were down 12 with 44 seconds. That was a great one. No, you mean UNI beating Texas A&M? No, I mean Texas A&M beating UNI. I mean, well, wasn't, I watched it. Wasn't – oh, they beat – UNI beat Texas on the half court. That was another beer. one they had, which was awesome because we were all watching together and the buzzer beater happened and we just stand up and high-fives. Probably picked Texas. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where it's like that was awesome. That this, was that the same year the the kid came down? Like you and I had a one point lead against Kansas. I think they were like the number one seed. Might be a different year, but that was yeah, different, different year. Well, it had to be a different year, but 
Yeah, yeah. so they were the like one was... seed, and the kid comes down, and they got like 40 seconds to go, and they said, oh, he's going to, you know, wind the clock down, and uh, Kansas is going to have the last second shot, and he gets the ball on the right-hand side. No hesitation, just throws it up, yeah. hits the three, and they go like, four. like, holy shit, what is he doing? Oh, my <laughs> God, he made it. Are you kidding me? That's uh, Baruch, Baruch Manesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. That's, I that's also incredible. I had a hilarious idea of texting Polar Bear on the side and telling him to pick the Western Kentucky game one and three to just watch <laughs> Doc's reaction. Uh, that would have been good. That would have been it was like that hurt me though too at the time. So I I couldn't I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. I think that started my heart problems actually. That particular <laughs> game. That was tough. Drake finally I'm makes it after a phenomenal year. Gets smoked. A couple of they started. The only other one I had out of all of them was, um, and this is what Glory Road, the the movie comes from. I have that. Yeah, when Texas Western with all five black guys, first yeah. team ever to win the NCAA championship, uh, starting five black guys, and and who they did it against, which was Kentucky. And Adolph Rupp. I mean, that like you can't even write it that good. Actually. Yeah. Who actively said that he wouldn't start or he wouldn't recruit uh, black players? He said, yeah. Yeah. Right. I had that. I mean, that, that fits like a hundred different categories, but I, I like that one. I also had like cutting the net after winning. I thought that was, you know, that been nice. Uh, would that be moment or miscellaneous? I, honestly, I would argue that for both. Either. Uh, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, I think I don't know. Just the fact that you know you get to cut it down. I mean, I would say it would probably be a big moment in in a player's uh, life, if you will. All right. Well, I think I mean I think we covered it all. That's uh, I got two more. Okay, let's <laughs> keep it coming. <laughs> we got um, we had to mention George Mason, Cinderella. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No one, the, I guess. The well, original. Just, on that one. I guess, like, it just never really, like, hit me that hard what George Mason did because I looked at that, too, but I was just like, ah, I wasn't, like, that into it. 11 seed and the game versus UConn went to OT. That was an awesome game. Then I had uh, Davidson with Steph Curry as a Cinderella. I did. I have that one, yeah. And then lastly, have to do a shout-out to USD buzzer beater against UConn. Lesser known. <laughs> But great moment for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great moment. We have not been back since. I don't, I don't think so. Nope, it's all been downhill since. Yeah. The only other one I had was uh, VCU coming out of the first four, being the first team to do that. Yeah. And uh, Shaka Smart coming on the scene. Who obviously right. that, that fueled his career. They beat Kansas, another <laughs> number one debacle. And then I had camaraderie of watch party and staying alive after weekend one for uh miscellaneous yeah <laughs> there's nothing better than like i'm still in it <laughs> i still got a chance yeah there was the one and i don't know what year it was but um loyal and marymount and uh, hank gather like didn't he like die on the court or at least he had a heart attack on the court and he died during the season yeah and his and he was a lefty and I, I can't remember the other star on that team, but Paul Westhead was the head coach. And the other star on the team shot the first free throw of the NCAA tournament left-handed in remembrance of Gaither. 
and he made it. And he made it. Like, and he made it. Uh, God, who was they? I'll have to look it up. But that was when Loyola, like, they scored 145 points or something. They were Len crazy. Bias. Well, no, was he, was a, he was Marylander, I think, or NC State. I thought that was the guy that had the heart attack. Len Bias? No. It, he well, he might have. Yes, up. he did have a heart attack, actually. But this guy died. Hank Gaither was the guy Hank who died. Gaither. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Len Bias was before he got drafted. That was Oh, that's right. A different story. All right. Nice work. First uh, snake drafts. We will have many more. And uh, we'll see how the crowd reacts to our performances and who becomes the first winner of such. Good luck right. in your brackets. Good luck. Are you, uh, <laughs> did you do it last year, BMAC? Yeah. Okay. I didn't win. No. no, you're not ever going to win. No, that's reserved for me.